Welcome back to a real episode of a real podcast hosted by Matthew Cutson and Jack Holmesley. It's called Apples and Oranges. Welcome. I'm Welcome the Matthew back, of that equation. Folks. Yeah, that is Matt in this equation. I'm Jack in this equation. And uh, we must be doing... There's an extra variable. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say, we must be doing it. algebra. Yeah. Uh, with us today, we have the amazing Bradley Coffin. Woo! So, yes. so X has been known to equal you, uh, right? How, how does it feel to sort of uh, account for, for lack of a better word, a, a letter? I just, it feels great. I'm one of 26. Mm. That's true. Good. There, are, there were many other Bradleys we could choose from. We had our share of options from Cooper to yep. surely another Bradley. But <laughs> The only one you could get, huh? Uh, this is our first choice. You are our first choice, uh, then Cooper, and um, I, there are no other Bradleys. Oh, there's Bradley Pitt. Oh, <laughs> of course, and his brother Michael, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and they're unfortunately off, uh, you know. They're off of Molly. Their, yeah, they're off of Molly, and <laughs> I'm off a of pill right now, folks. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, this is one of the few Zooms we're doing right now where we're actually in different locations, and it, it's a necessary Zoom. So technology's great, folks. Let's give it up so, for tech. So to, to all the haters out, the, out there, go fuck yourself. We're, we're, we're really, we have, we have reasons to be doing what we're doing. I've had enough of your snide remarks. For once on Earth, uh, once in our lives, we have a reason why. Uh, Bradley, something we'd like to ask our, our <laughs> guests before we get started. Uh, do you have any debate experience? We're on a team. Do you have, uh, you know you know, annoying relatives you always butt heads with. Maybe you just are internally uh, uh, afflicted and sort of argue with yourself at times. Break that down for us. Kind of described it all. (laughs) Uh, (gasps) Really? Yeah. Actually, the above? Yeah, just had Passover. So you know that there's some good debating there. Um, Uh, What was the the number one debate topic at the Seder? uh, Wait, wait. Who's gaining weight and who's losing weight? Ooh. (laughs) Any updates? I'm just more and more complaining and, you know, usual, usual gobbledygook at the Kaufman household. Uh, we'd love to hear that. Love to hear about the gobbledygook. The gobbledygook. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, oh man, but you know, you kind of hit the nail in the head. I probably argue with myself more than anyone else. Um, but when I interact with people, I don't know, I find I don't really have an opinion. Just whatever your opinion is, I'm going to shit on it. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're sort of the perfect candidate for this show, then, Bradley. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's argumentative, able to spin arguments out of thin air. This is yeah. you might be our, you, you you could stand to be our fiercest debater yet. Mm, we will yeah, see. We'll and, see. Uh, and actually, we will right now because the topic oh generator God. just bestowed upon me two wily topics. Oh, folks. my God. Folks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, Bradley, uh, I'll give you your topic first as, as sort of the the. The underdog, uh, is, you know, you're new to the show. Yeah, you're a great guy. Uh, but I'm giving you your topic first, and that is reptiles. Should we think of a reptile of your choice? And Matthew, your category is weapons. So whatever weapon you're into, uh, you can choose. I, I'll, I'll tell you right second. now. I'll tell you right okay. now because I know what weapon I'm into because I use it every day uh, against my enemies. Oh, okay. Um, and uh. You might be thinking, use it every day. Is it, is it his 
sharp intellect, his keen wit. No, it's a butterfly knife. So I'm going to be talking Whoa. about butterfly knives. I, <laughs> I, 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 I wield it. I do tricks with it. I, <laughs> I've entered competitions. I've won a gift card to uh, Baskin Robbins for my sort of my my excellence in uh, butterfly knifing. It's wow. the coolest weapon, folks. Uh, you get yourself an AR-15, and you can't do tricks with it. You just kill. Lame. You want to be able to do tricks. And that's where the butterfly knife comes into play. It's uh, useful. You can defend yourself with it. You can cut. Um, but you could also do all sorts of tricks and flip it all around. Uh, it's It's sort of like... The uh, the cool vape of weapons, um, and I, th I think I'll yield my time. I think that was an amazing opening statement by me. The nice, All right? Yeah, Bradley, you, you just jumped in with your opening. <laughs> what is our generation coming to? Um, <laughs> reptiles. I didn't know this is going to be a science class. I have to kind of think about what is a reptile right now. Um, True. Is a frog a reptile? It's an amphibian. It's an amphibian. Ah, as long as you don't guess a blowfish, you're good. It's not a blowfish, then. Um, yeah. Is a, a dinosaur reptile? Sure. Sure. We could do, like, okay, got to go with the T-Rex. Nice. T-Rex. T-Rex. T-Rex is a huge dinosaur. We know this from fossils. Um, but it's a very controversial animal. Do the bones indicate that there was life before a T-Rex of a living creature or a T-Rex that was placed there by heathens who don't want Christianity to be? Um, was a dinosaur really a lizard is the deeper question. It's interesting. It's more interesting than a butterfly knife. Butterfly knife. Mm. Mm -mm. That's like that's child's play. You want to do tricks <laughs> at tricks and 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 vape tricks like it's the vape trick of a weapon what is that look at your face absolutely disgraceful <laughs> i yield the floor all right well now we're just going to go ahead and open uh let's, uh, let's, let's cut it our... up let's let's yeah. chop it up um which i'll of course use with my trusty butterfly knife which i've just been for for those at home i've sort of been doing tricks and flipping it all around this entire time and uh rather skillfully i've not cut a single uh finger off um it's making I'm me nervous, great. though. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving it very fast now. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, you said yourself you don't even know. Like, there are questions about the uh, T-Rex. The Is it even a reptile? You know? I mean, right? Was it even really there? Was it placed there by heathens? Uh, I think so. Uh, was it, it was, it was a bird really, you know, the closest relative we, the closest living relative to the T-Rex we have now is the chicken. So like, you know, is it that cool? Is it that good? Don't seem that scary. You certainly couldn't defend yourself with one. They would eat you. If it even existed, it's up for debate, but we know butterfly knives exist. Chickens are pretty cool. I don't know about you, but there's an egg shortage right now. And if we didn't have eggs, what would we eat for breakfast? Uh, butterflies. <laughs> have you ever had a butterfly? I have. Butterflies taste like like shit. <laughs> Actually, I could go for a butterfly right now if you want to go for one after the podcast. Uh, yeah. The, a deep fried butterfly? Yeah. That sounds uh, really good. Um, yeah. One of those southern delights. But it's not a weapon. It's a child's toy. What, the butterfly knife? Mm -hmm. 
if if a if a child doesn't handle it properly, a child could really uh, cut themselves up. I feel like I feel like it's not a child's toy. It's it's an adult toy, like uh, you know, like Funko Pops or a hookah. It's a it's an adult toy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine this. Uh... You're I'm just gonna I'm just gonna verbally state the strike of putting uh Funko Bops and Hookah <laughs> in the same category. <laughs> okay, Matt. I I'm just, not biased. Sorry, y'all. I uh, a T-Rex, I mean, th- there's like so much debate about them. It seems like even you're not convinced that they're all that cool. They're not that cool. Look at so I know this is like an auditory podcast, but imagine that this highlighter is a dinosaur and this uh what what's small this little tiny paper is you you can't do that with a butterfly knife i mean i can't do what get eaten that's true yeah um, <laughs> you got me there a t-rex will mess you up i guess who would win in a fight you know, uh, uh, maybe a T-Rex, but if, like, you know, if a butterfly knife master uh, uh, trains in with a with a license like myself, I'd, I'd, I could probably tear up a T-Rex. With a license? You know, yeah, with a license. Look, I, I, if I got a good vantage point, sure, I could I could jump on the back of a T-Rex and sort of slice it up with a, with a butterfly knife while doing tricks, blowing smoke rings. When you're a child, not when you're a child, but when you were a child... What do you think of being most of all? Do you think of being a, a criminal with a, a butterfly knife who's going, look, I can do the vape tricks of knife tricks. Or are you a T-Rex who's like totally destroying shit? I think when I was a kid, the thing I was most interested in was sort of going into like, you know, actuarial accounting and like, you know, insurance. So I don't I don't have any sense of, of of any of this, but I uh you know I always thought uh sort of doing tricks are cool. I like the idea of slicing someone up with a flourish, and I still like that. And like I said, I use it on a daily basis, and I do that on a daily basis. Sort of, you know, uh, adversaries uh, that come at me. Like if we were in the same place right now, for instance, and you like had the gall to disagree with me on my very own podcast, like I'd probably like slice you limb from limb, like at least a little. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> with my butterfly knife, with silent flourish. Look, uh, I've got actually have a question I'd like to pose for both of you. Yeah. So clearly, this uh, this butterfly knife, you know, it's a tool of finesse, of panache. Uh, yeah, absolutely. As as where you know the the T Rex, as exhibited by Bradley, is a sort of you know creature of brute force. Uh, I would like to start with with Matt and ask. What sort of brutish qualities does the butterfly knife have? And then, you know, Bradley, soon I'm going to ask you about what sort of, uh, you know, beautiful finesse does the, the, the T-Rex possess? Well, the thing about the butterfly knife is that you could just straight up use it as a knife. You don't need to use the butterfly. You could literally, if you don't want to use the p- finesse, you can open it, close it, hold it like a knife, stab someone. That's it's still a knife. You know what I mean? There's the brutish quality right there. It's a useful weapon if you needed to defend yourself or if you wanted to say like rob a liquor store. Um, but if you wanted to have the the finesse, the fun, if you wanted to sort of perform at Washington Square Park, you could 
and you know hold, have a fedora on the ground that people can drop money in you could sort of do tricks with it without harming anyone and people would love it because it has all sorts of finesse the t-rex is it's just it's a monster it's the biggest monster to ever grace this earth and it's and it, it was just it was horrifying and it would just like eat things it, it was a terrible beast um and i'm glad it's dead it, it, <laughs> wow <laughs> all right bradley what sort of finesse does the t-rex have there is much evidence to um to suggest that t-rexes actually had feathers and much to your point that mm. the descendants of t-rex today are are chickens and they have feathers too that's pretty beautiful that's pretty finessed finesseful <laughs> um we're talking about one of the largest predators on planet earth to ever exist and comparing it to a knife that sure you can just pull it open and stab someone but this t-rex can literally turn you into human puddle of goo it'll destroy you i rest my case I, don't, I think a butterfly knife could destroy you too if, if held in the hands of a licensed uh, butterfly smith like myself. Um, and with that, I think we're ready for some closing statements. Let's let's hear them, folks. Matt, we'll start with you. Sure. How better to be sort of liquefied into a human pile of goo than with the, the delicate touch being sort of ribboned by, uh, by an artist? Um, instead of uh, a reptile brute, a questionably reptile brute, need I remind you. Um, the butterfly knife, it's awesome. It's a performance tool. It's, uh, it's a useful weapon, self-defense, uh, uh, but also very fun. There's an art and a craft to it. Uh, uh, T-Rexes are stupid, uh, uh, like dumb animals. They, they, got no, they got teeny tiny brains. They run around, dumb little useless arms. Um, they were, they were just sort of mean, um, and, uh, and now they're dead and we're all better for it because, uh, if, if they remains alive, then mammals could have never sort of taken over that evolutionary niche and we wouldn't be here. So, you know, and now, and now we have butterfly knives to enjoy as humans. So I'll yield my time. Right, the t is gone, but it's not long forgotten. All of our TV shows about dinosaurs include T-Rexes because they're awesome. And the only movie that the Butterfly Knife has to thank for is Kick-Ass, and it didn't even do that well at the box office. So, T-Rex, big dinosaur, if it were around, you wouldn't be. So be thankful. Thank the T-Rex. Wow. Um, strong, strong debating skills on both sides. Uh, but my gut is telling me to go with a butterfly knife. Uh, I think it was it was close. The feathers had me, but uh, something about something about that that finesse uh, and just the, the beauty and and brutality of the butterfly knife really won me over. Good good job to both of you though. Thank you. I can now finally put away my butterfly knife. Let me just, after, I've been moving it around nonstop this entire debate. Let me just close it carefully. Ow! Oh! Oh! Oh. oh. All right. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, so <laughs> we've got two topics here. Um, and, oh, are they doozies?
They're they're little they're little uh, bruisey doozies. Uh, Jack, you're going to be yes. arguing in favor of a disease. Ooh. And Bradley, you're going to be arguing in favor of a painting. Oh. Okay. So let me just. Sorry, I just need to. I'm applying pressure. I. Jack, do you have any bandages? In oh, you're not here. You're in. Yeah, that's right. I'm not. You're in but... Charlotte. Um. Mm. Shit. It's the first time that's ever happened. This is. I hope that I don't lose my license to butterfly. Nah, it's okay. No one was watching. I won't. Uh, what's it called? Tell. I won't tell on you. Thank no, you. I won't. Thank you, Jack. Um, Bradley, you won't tell. Yeah, I just hope that um, some of your listeners aren't professional butterfly knife licensers. No, don't worry. No one with any esteem or credit uh, of any kind sort of uh, listens to this. Yeah, I, I, I believe uh, this is exclusively listened to by um, uh, like like peasants. Peasants. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like peasants. People don't who know. don't even have phones. Yeah, I don't know. I've never looked at the statistics or you know or their listener base, but I'm pretty sure it's like. Peasants, like medieval style peasants. Yeah. <laughs> I have my disease. Uh, Bradley, do you have a painting? I only know one, so I guess that's the one. Perfect. Uh, Matthew, you like to who begin? would you like to go first? Oh, me? Mm, yeah, Bradley, would you like to start? Sure, sure. Uh, the Mona Lisa, of course. Um, yeah. The painting that raises so many questions about art. She's beautiful, but is she smiling? Is she not smiling? Those are two questions raised by the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa has been such an intellectual curiosity. Um, one of the first paintings of a person that looks like a person, which just speaks to how far we've come as a human species. The Mona Lisa is a piece of art. It's been stolen. It's a commodity, but it's priceless. How could you put a price on art? Asks the Mona Lisa. Mm. Nice opener. And Jack? Uh, so, you know, uh, <laughs> you bring up some great points, Bradley. Uh, but... Nothing will be as timeless as the disease that I am choosing to debate in favor of. And that disease is vampirism. Yeah, folks, I'm talking about the disease that vampires give each other. Uh, it's infected. It's, it's, it's spread through bite. The symptoms are insane. You can fly. Uh, you, you, yeah, sure, you need to have, a, have blood all the time. But I think the benefits outweigh the costs of vampirism. And are definitely better than a shitty painting. Uh, it's often sexualized and and sort of portrayed in media. And you can also turn into a bat in many cases. Uh, you live forever. That's pretty sick. And I don't think of I don't think of another disease I'd rather have. So I yield my time. All right, have at it, you two. Wow. Look, yeah, the Mona Lisa, people throw eggs at that because it sucks. Vampires, they make movies about them. It's the best disease ever. I know plenty of people who, who, who've, you know, try to contract this illness. It's one of the few illnesses people want to get. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think that that sort of lust for this disease and all of its benefits uh, are better than any painting. 
I think if you want to be a vampire, then there's something really wrong with you. Um, of the many things that you lose is your human ability to appreciate stuff like the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa is amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? A painting? It's a painting of a, of a person, a woman with hair and eyes and a face and one that is not a vampire. There's something about that. You can't replicate that in art. If, if you're a vampire, you are attracted to things like death, to blood. Do you like blood, Jack? I look, I, I like blood as much as the next guy, but if I had vampirism, I would love it. Uh, and, and look, you're I'm honestly, because I don't have vampirism, I'm sort of being deprived of that desire for blood. So I'd rather have an insatiable desire that I get the pleasure of filling than standing around staring at a stupid painting all day, which I could just stand around and stare at for eternity. I would outlive the Mona Lisa with this disease. Uh, and, you know, there's no, there's no evidence that, suggests that uh, Da Vinci or Mona Lisa herself aren't vampires. So uh, be careful before you before you argue in favor of of, of these figures. I, I was about to say, you know, I, and I'm 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 sort of I'm imagining the, the the famous visage of one Mona Lisa. I'm actually looking her up now so I can stare into her eye. Uh, and I I just I'm I'm wondering how would you two feel about or like what what do you what do you think about the idea that that Mona Lisa is in fact herself a vampire? Does this change anything for either of you? Um, definitely makes the painting better, but not as good as the pure vampirism itself. Mona Lisa's a vampire? Uh, possibly. I mean, uh, look, I've read Yo, the Da I'm Vinci actually Code, looking at this, you know. <laughs> I'm actually looking at this painting now. i never seen it before. It's actually really good. Like, no cap. Like, <laughs> it's, like, really good. So I will give you that. Um, it's good, but, right? Yeah, I sh I, I, I'm actually going to close that tab. Folks, uh, you know what's better than the silly painting that, that kind of wowed me? Is is getting bitten in the neck by uh, preferably not a trickster, preferably by like a vampire that you're cool with, like a loved one or family member, uh, or you know someone you're chill with, and 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 it's like consensual. But uh, Mona Lisa, gosh, uh, that was pretty cool seeing that. But it's just on my screen. If I wanted to go see it, I'd have to go to the Louvre in Paris. And God, talk about a hike! If I want to get vampirism. I just uh, 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 like use math butterfly knife, have a little mishap, and then wander around the streets at night. So I, I have a question for you, Bradley. Yeah. Um, and this this has, to, of course, to do with the the ethics of art, which is something, of course, we all love talking about all the time. Um, the do you think uh had had the the model in the Mona Lisa known that her paint that she would become the most you know famous uh beloved painting of all time uh do you think she would have uh, uh consented to to this legacy and because she couldn't know of that it, does it pose any ethical concerns i think it poses less ethical concerns than the uh biting of like people and turning them into vampires um but i will say that you know when you create art you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how people are going to respond to it. So the fact that someone made the painting, and I say someone because I, I know who I know who painted the Mona Lisa, of course. Um, it was Da Vinci. Yeah, prove it. Da Vinci? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's what Google says. So that's right. Um, it's uh, my Google I says I don't trust Google. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I I totally forgot what what I was talking about. Um, the Mona Lisa is has it's okay. I rudely interrupted you. Look, Bradley. Here's the bottom line. We both know that if we were vampires, you would take the fucking vax, you 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 pill. <laughs> <laughs> you would get vax, bro, and I would stay vampirish. And that would suck for you. Uh because you'd probably die immediately because we've probably been living hundreds of years. And be like, bro, don't take it. And you'd be like, Anthony Fauci wants me to take the vampire vax, and I'd say, "Bro, don't take it." And you would because you're 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 someone who likes paintings. Um, look. Uh, anywho, I think, what, how what, about we go what, to closing statements? <laughs> what what is there what what is there left to say? <laughs> how about some closing statements, Jack? Would you like to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closers. Uh, uh, look, look. Short story long. Uh, being a vampire is fucking lit. It's the best disease ever. Think about it. Would you rather look at a painting or be a vampire? The question is, it's a simple question, and the answer is clear as day. Uh, I yield my slime. Um, if you want to be a vampire, you should reach out to your local authorities and let them know the situation and uh, let them know that you're dangerous and that you are willing to go out and bite people to turn them into other vampires and people will help you hopefully um, but if you would like to be a person and enjoy some nice art recommend that you go and google a picture of the Mona Lisa or better yet get out of your fucking household COVID-19 is over go to Paris Paris and enjoy the Mona Lisa wow hot hot debate um, and I, and you know, I, I sort of hate to say to say this, I hate to do this to a guest, but I, I think I got to give this to Jack. Whoa, no way. It's cause I called him a pill. That's why. <laughs> it's cause you called him a pill. I love that. <laughs> it tickled me. No, no. I, I think there were some really s- smart, strong arguments for the, uh, for vampirism. And also I, I know think we I sort of. I also think I kind of cheated by choosing vampirism. <laughs> Look, all, so Bradley, all's, all's fair in apples loser. and oranges. <laughs> all is fair because it's my podcast and only I get to win. Um, and and look, look, it's you got to have your cake and eat it too, but you also got the toy on top. And so I think it's only fair that we give Bradley an extra big slice and, of course, have another chance to sort of redeem himself. Yes, and please. you. D- and and you do because we we've got two topics here that are right. They're pretty fucking splendid. Uh, Bradley, you'll be arguing in favor of a leisure activity. Plenty of great ones there. Matt, you'll be arguing in favor of a billionaire. Again, plenty of great ones there. <laughs> uh, folks, look, I, I I just would like to apologize to the vampire community. Uh, that was not cool of me. Uh. Though, maybe maybe they would describe what they have as a disease. There's sort of a uh, vampirish affliction. Um, but yeah, for any vampires who are listening, let me buy you a drink. Uh, I will be wearing a sort of chainmail 
suit because I I don't want to be a nasty vampire. That would suck. As much as I defeated in favor of that, that would suck. Bradley was right. Uh, the Mona Lisa is great, and vampires are kind of grody. Um, well, do the debaters have topics they'd like to? What was that, Bradley? You just apologized to them, and you called them grody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say the real apology in person. Until then, y'all are kind of a stinky doo-doo bats. Uh, gross. Wow. Well, with that, I'd, I'd like to argue in favor of a billionaire, which is something I always do on Twitter. And I, I'd like to <laughs> uh, argue in favor of America's youngest self-made female billionaire in 2022, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, someone who has sort of changed the game in the world of uh, uh makeup and cosmetics and of course is one of the best and most popular pop singers in the world i'm talking about rihanna oh nana what's her name oh nana (laughs) what's her name rihanna that's her name she's a billionaire uh uh and she's a mom but she's also a pop star she's cool um and and as far as i can tell she's the only billionaire who hasn't done anything like notably bad uh or scuzzy or scammy she's just living it up uh and she sang umbrella so i i think that's just in and of itself that's a strong opening statement i'm feeling good feeling fine i'm gonna leave it at that okay rihanna music but music massages the ears so true. Where a massage can massage the body. Ah. Can massage even the mind if you press hard enough. The massage, ladies and gentlemen, it's been around <laughs> since the dawn of time. Since we were little eight people, we rubbed each other up and down just for the fun of it. Because it feels so good before we even had music. Um, what can money get you? Can get you more stuff, more more money but a good massage that'll bring you enlightenment it'll bring you a deeper peace okay let's open the floor okay i'll just mention this we definitely don't know that massaging predates music how could we there's no way to like record massages like like in in terms of like cave times same with music like there's just no way we could know that um they definitely came around the same time uh uh so i'll call bs on that and um i I also call bs on the whole idea that uh you know the humans touching each other is in any way pleasurable that's i've I've never known that to be true (laughs) um (laughs) get away from me When I'm on the subway and it's like crowded, I make a scene. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Get away from me. I'm trying to go uptown. I'm going to the ice cream museum and I do not want to be touched. <laughs> I, th- I think if you're going to the, to the ice cream museum, I think that's exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for what? A massage? Yeah. <laughs> that fucking chance. I'm looking for sweets, and I got. I'm listening to Rihanna uh, in my headphones, and I, I'm listening to her her dulcet tones, frankly, and I, <laughs> I'm enjoying her vibe, and I'm like, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of the success she's gotten. She's she's kind of leveled up. She's living the life uh, uh, many dream of, and she achieved it without sacrificing her morals. 
Fenty is a is a company that's uh, from what I've gathered, it sort of prides itself on being uh, you know more ethical than say like you know think about the other like you know you know other like young female celebrities who become like you know super rich like Kim Kardashian with skims like there are all sorts of problems there but like Fenty Beauty it's just like it's just a company people like um and That's like what we know what That's what we know I'm sure with billionaire money you can cover up mistakes That's all I'm saying yeah, and you think the you think the the billionaire who owns the IP of massages isn't covering up all the shit that goes on there? You know, massages are basically massage parlors are basically just they exist to cover up prostitution. Okay, it's okay. all and 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 it's all and you know and the, the, these 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 young masseuses they they don't always want to be doing that. It's just the only work they can get, and they're sort of forced into it. You go to so many countries. You go to hell. I mean, you remember that whole scandal with Robert Kraft in Florida getting massages in like, dare I say, 2018? Oh my God. What a scandal. Um, it was, and, and, uh, you know, shame on him because those, uh, those, those masseuses, they, they did not necessarily want to be doing that. It's, I don't know. It's just you're hiring someone to like touch you. I think you, you very quickly get into like ethically murky territory um like a lot of opportunities uh for like bad stuff to happen um it's uh and you can call me a prude um but i just think if i so much as see two people holding hands i'm liable to take out my butterfly knife and sort of show them what for <laughs> i think you can look at any institution and say that there's corruption certainly within rihanna's empire there's got even within fenty beauty yes even within fenty Beauty. <laughs> uh think of the the amount of discounts oh yeah sure you know you're my friend you can get that like it's the same thing but if you look at massaging as an activity that one can share with a consenting adult it it is pure pleasure and and altruistic it's a behavior <laughs> that one does for someone else if there is payment involved in that then sure i mean you know as in any society you have to provide some service to someone in order to to get something for yourself um but even just as a pleasurable activity that one can do with another person um why why corrupt it with oh this person did this the the activity of massaging is pure so I believe in real massaging. The activity of massaging is also often useless. You know how many massages have been like done with the goal of like, you know, making like heal, like soothing someone's sore muscles and just haven't? Because it's like it's a pseudoscience. We don't know how like how to massage effectively. It hasn't been discovered yet. It's sort of it's it's sort of it's far out. We don't know. It's like quantum mechanics. It's like we think this is how it works. And then you like grab someone's shoulders and it's like, actually, I, I feel worse now because you touched me. Um, but uh, again, right. I mean, you know, that's the thing is like, is it a job or is this a spiritual journey that you're going on together? Um, like I was, on a, I was, it's a job. It's <laughs> a job me... and I hate it. I hate massaging people. I need a new job. <laughs> I would, I would like to quickly ask, uh, you know, uh, uh, both of you's experience with massages in both Fenty Beauty. So uh, if we could both talk about our massage experiences and then our, our experience with the, with the products of Rihanna or Rihanna's music, right? This doesn't have to be Fenty, you know. 
Sure. Uh, I mean, we're t- I'm debating in favor of Rihanna, to be clear. Yes, I'm debating yes. in favor of Rihanna. Um, I can start and say that I've been like listening to Rihanna's mu- like music our whole like my whole life. Like we're all roughly the same age here. And we like, I don't know, can either of you remember a time when Rihanna wasn't on the radio? Like it's Who she's just radio. What? Who listens to radio? Uh <laughs> scholars? So I I she she's sort of been bumping the radio charts like our entire lives. Like the first like radio hit I can really remember like kind of co- popping up was when she was like, Hey, Mr. DJ stomp on the replay. Remember that? It was a big hit. Like it's just, it's, you know, sh- her hits have been with us our entire lives and it's nice. And it's nice to see that progression. And it's cool to see her like reap the, f- the, the fruits of her own labor sort of, and be able to like cash out and enjoy herself and enjoy motherhood uh, uh, and not have to worry about always putting out the next big hit. Um, uh, uh, that, that's my experience with her. Um, uh, I'll save another detail about her for later. Uh, but then to answer your other question, Jack, about uh, uh, what's my experience with massages? Um, yes. uh, it's got a little personal. My, 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 my entire life, my father's had back problems. And sometimes after a long day at work, you'd be like, ooh, my back really hurts. Like, could like someone give me like, like a foot massage? My feet and my back really hurt. I'm giving my father a foot massage or two. And let me tell you, sucks. Massages, bad. You know, I, 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 I'm glad I had, like, the prospect to help him, but I wasn't any good at it, you know? And I, and I think it's not, it's not my fault. It's not his fault. It's because the massage isn't the solution. Opioids are the solution. <laughs> Someone had to say it. I'm glad I did. Yeah. I mean, at least we can both get behind. Opioids <laughs> are super fun, and more people should be taking them. <laughs> I don't understand. Everyone's so down on the Sackler family, but they like kind of provided America with opioids, which I think is pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to just take this out and apples and oranges to thank the Sackler family. Yeah, on three, we're going to give a big thank you. One, two, three. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, and, and with that, Bradley, why don't you answer those two questions real fast, and then we can slide back to Matt for closing statements. Remind me the two questions. Your experiences with Rihanna as well as massages. Experiences with Rihanna. Um, so as as uh, Matthew mentioned, we've heard Rihanna on the radio a number of times, put out a lot of songs. Um, but, you know, mainstream artists sort of whatever, you know, it's on the radio, but I don't really have any strong opinions. And when I think about what I'm most passionate about, it has to be massages. I'm sorry. Um, if I have to compare the experience of like listening to a Rihanna song, uh, hey, Mr. DJ, what song are we playing? Is that the, like, I don't know. It's just, okay, it's a song. And there are a lot of songs these days, but a massage, like a song, there's a lot of them. But when it's happening to you, it's a four dimensional experience. There's someone else in the room. If it's weird, it's like, oh, this is weird. But like, you know, you're just listening to a song. You're just like, well, whatever. Um, I don't know, man. Massage. I, I'm feeling massage. Beautiful. Matt, your closing statement. Yes. Um, so here's my closing statement. Rihanna, way better than massages. Uh, t- touching human contact. That's... Uh, that's no bueno. That's no bueno at all. It's gross. It's disgusting. Uh, shouldn't do it. Massages are useless. Uh, pseudoscientific. 
don't do what they're supposedly supposed to. Uh, while Rihanna's music is great, it's been with us our whole lives, and it's been great to see her like see, get the success she deserves. Uh, two points here. I was, I was uh, you know, you were talking about like her music. It's fine. It's not memorable. Tell me you don't remember. Uh, don't stop the music with the the Michael Jackson sample running throughout the entire song. Mama say, Mama say, Mama kusa. Mama say, Mama say, Mama kusa. Tell me you don't remember that. Okay, and then uh, the other thing about Rihanna that I wanted to touch upon is that she 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 founded the Clara Lionel Foundation in 2012 in honor of her grandparents, Clara and Lionel Brathwaite. Okay, programs include <laughs> include the Clara Brathwaite Center for Oncology and Nuclear Medicine, and as well as educational programs. So it, she's done a lot of good work. She's not just making money for herself; she's giving back. A good person who deserves her success. Is made good art that everyone can enjoy, um, and massages, gross, touchy, sticky, uh, uh, not very useful. Um, and if and once again, if anyone gets close to me even a little bit, I'm sort of gonna uh, uh, slice him to ribbons with my weapon of choice. And uh, mm. I think I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. What about you, Bradley? Your closing. All of your points are about one person who's done a number of things, and, and sure, I mean, with money and you can do responsible and, and good things for the community um, as a billionaire with a lot of money. But th we're talking about one lifetime here versus basically the whole of human civilization as far back as massages go, um, which even go further back than just humans, depending on your religious and spiritual beliefs, that may include animals too. Um, who knows, maybe even T-Rexes massaged each other with their tiny little arms. Um, massages have been a communal activity that show that one is willing and able to be a part of the community, just as Rihanna is willing to spend her money to make other people do her own stuff. Um, massages, you have to get in there and do the work yourself. Um, I say that massages have been around for as long as we can remember, far far more, far longer than we have ever been around, far longer than Rihanna has been around. And an activity shared between so many people is more than just one person. It's all of us. We are all massaging and have been massaged at some point. That's special. Wow. Beautiful. Um, a close one, dare I say, a knife fight? Uh, but... <laughs> That's me Oops. using my butterfly my knife. Um, it's true. I saw you nearly excuse me your eyebrow there, man. Especially after oh. your your last injury. Um, oh my god! Did I really just? Ooh, that's a lot of blood. Um, and and not to rub salt in your wounds, Matt, but Bradley did just win that last debate. Uh, oh. It was it was a valiant effort, though. Um, and and folks, was, oh my god, that's I ah uh, that really. That sucks to hear, um, but I, I will say I could really use a massage after what I've been through. I'll give you that. I'll give you this much. I typically don't like it, but uh, I suppose if anyone's offering, it, please, please uh, apples and oranges, our, our, our loyal listener base of, I, I presume, like peasants, like medieval peasants. If anyone yeah. would like to give me a massage, uh, reach out. Uh, I just ask that you wash your hands. Yes. Um. Folks, you've been you've been extremely 
lovely listeners. Bradley, you've been such a lovely guest. We had a very balanced episode. We all want to debate. We oh, all wow. experience uh, uh, the highs and lows of, yeah. <laughs> of life, really. It's true. And Bradley, you know, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we head off to Apples and Oranges land? Um, well, unfortunately I did have to close my massage parlor, uh, for unrelated oh. reasons. Um, <laughs> Health where reasons. was, Oh, where, where was it set up? You were, uh, you were in Tampa, right? Yeah. Tampa under the bridge. Um, <laughs> can't specify which bridge cause it's under investigation, but if you see a lot of red tape, you'll probably find the closed massage parlor. Um, and in that, in that vein, we have meatball town is coming soon. Short film. Meatball Delivery Boy. It's a very heartfelt, warm comedy. No massages, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, that's for the sequel. Uh, but this, this is exciting that it's coming soon, uh, l- dear listener. Uh, the three of us, this very trio, uh, wrote this short film over a year ago, and now it's it's finally coming soon yes. to somewhere near you. And 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 not to disappoint, but. I don't think there are any reptiles, diseases, paintings, billionaires, massages, or butterfly knives in the film, but there there are many other reasons why you should check it out, uh, I assure I you. Feel like, I, I truly feel like there is at least one of those things, and we're overlooking it. It's in the corner of the frame. If you, it's, it's hidden. As a director, I wanted to put stuff in there without putting it in there. Yeah, it's yeah. like a vam- it's a vampiric T-Rex uh, carving the Mona Lisa with a butterfly knife while Rihanna plays and and i'm sort of massaging it as well uh and and if a if a fan if one of our loyal peasants uh could sort of paint that up we could we'd make it the episode art yeah you have uh you have like 10 minutes uh because we'll probably (laughs) post this right after uh we're done with this so so if anyone is just like i guess outside my door listening please Send that our yeah, way. Yeah, if if your mom is sort of listening with a cup pressed against the door, sort of eavesdropping, seeing sort she's of what, what Bradler has to say. Yeah, my mom wanted me to give the uh, wanted me to give the T Rex debate over to Bradley, but I said, "No, mommy, no, mommy." Butterfly knife. <laughs> and that's that's how you talk to her. It's always weird hearing yeah. you on the phone with your mom. You're I always like, say. Yes, I'm mommy. Like, mommy. I'm like, yes, mommy. <laughs> mommy, please. <laughs> mommy, stop. <laughs> mommy, mommy, come on. Up. Oh, <laughs> mommy's in the door with my milk. Folks, we better get going. <laughs> mommy, it's almost over. <laughs> mommy, put down his laptop. He's not done. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. And bye bye. Mama,